Welcome to Journey to Joy. In this episode, we'll explore the process of growing and changing with others. How can we both give and receive help to together become better? Before we can help others, though, we have to be aware of our own neediness and be humble enough to ask for help. Our vulnerability is a gift. When we open up to people and share our burdens, our struggles, our true hearts, then our example often inspires others to do the same. But before we ask for help from others, we can start by asking for help from God. In our pain and in our emotions, we can pour out our complaints in our hearts to God in prayer. And as we do so, we remind ourselves of God's promises and faithfulness, and we find rest and comfort in Jesus. And in our own humility and neediness before God, we can approach others with a similar humility. This allows us to walk with them in paths that we have also walked. We're not above or below them, but rather humbly sitting with them side by side before God. In our pain and suffering, the more that we move towards God in prayer and towards others in humility, the more that brings us the power and confidence we need to change, because that power and confidence is coming from Jesus, from our belief that we need him. And as we turn towards God and others in our pain and our growth, when we see his deliverance, we can respond with gratitude and with sharing his good work, his deliverance. Our own deliverance allows us to move toward others when they're in need, and that starts with really getting to know them in a loving relationship, with taking the initiative to truly hear what's on people's hearts, what's important to them, what they care about, what they're struggling with, what their experiences are, and how they reacted to those. And let's move toward others in the way that Jesus did towards people not like ourselves, towards strangers, towards the marginalized, beyond our comfort, and on our own initiative. We can enter others' worlds embodying the love of Christ, and with a posture of humility, knowing that we have something to learn from every single person, sharing how we're struggling and learning ourselves, and walking faithfully by their side in discomfort and hardship. And as we walk with people, let us not make assumptions about them, but instead ask all we can to really understand them, to know their stories and to be moved by what moves them, to understand not just their situations and responses, but their thoughts and their motives, their real heart. And as we get to know people, we can speak. Yes, the goal is to speak the truth in love. That doesn't mean we have to start by pointing out another's flaws. Before we even begin to think about others' flaws, we need to first examine ourselves in humility. A humility that acknowledges that our sins are a bigger problem than others' sins. A humility that frees us from defensiveness when others point out our flaws. And a humility that if we confess our sins to each other, we do so in a way that doesn't seek attention for ourselves but rather points to the grace of God and encourages others. And with this humility, we can also have patience. Patience that's more interested in the way that people are facing towards Jesus rather than their rate of change. When we have first examined ourselves, we can start to turn our attention to others, 
but let's first choose to see the good in others and the hard in their circumstances before we see the bad. In every person, there's a reflection of God. What are those facets of God that we can praise and really bring out? The ways in which they bring glory to him, whether it be character qualities, gifts or talents, preferences or spiritual vitality. And next, their circumstances. How can we show that we care, that we know that their circumstances are tough? Finally, when we've examined ourselves and seen the good in another and their hard circumstances, then we can lovingly and candidly confront them. To those of us for whom confrontation is difficult, we've got to remember that our love for this person and our desire to see them grow and flourish far outweighs any fear that we have in confronting them. And when we fail to confront, we often turn to gossip or revenge or bitterness, only letting the problem fester. And for those of us for whom confrontation is easy, maybe too easy, we've got to have humility and patience, only confronting one thing at a time, not bringing up all past offenses, and focusing on just the facts, just the situations and behaviors and their impact, not personalizing anything. For example, saying, I've noticed that in our last few conversations, I was being interrupted, and that made me feel disrespected and not heard rather than saying, you're really rude. If we can confront others in these ways out of love, not on our own agenda and emotions, but on God's agenda of transforming other people to become more like him, then we can respond to negative reactions, to defensiveness, anger, with love. We can ask others for advice if we need it. And we can walk with others in their growth, with partnership, humility, and patience continually asking what we can do to help, not just saying, let me know if you need any help, or better yet, seeing a need and actually helping. Just as we have and continue to go through cycles of repentance and faith, of examining our heart, confessing our sins, and developing a clear, accountable plan to put on love, so we can humbly walk together with others in this same process, knowing his past and present grace and the future and hope that we have in Christ. God uses our relationships to transform us to be like Christ and to prepare us for our eternal relationship with him. As we're walking with others, we realize that although we can help and encourage people, it's still ultimately God who changes them. So yes, let's obey in what we can do and the loving and humble support that we can provide. But let's trust for the things that we can't control that only God can change, which includes another's heart. All of us have a call to be a part of what God's doing in each other's lives. To start with our own neediness and reliance on God and others. To choose to be his ambassadors in others' lives. Embodying his love. Sharing in others' struggles. Identifying with their suffering. Knowing them deeply and truly underneath the surface. Speaking the truth in love after examining our own sins and seeing the good in them and the hard circumstances they face. And finally, together carrying out his calling. And thankfully, God gives us all we need in Christ to do this. Let's keep going back to him to receive what we're given. So we don't have to settle, but we can instead participate in his divine nature and will. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Annie Shia, and this is Journey to Joy.